and welcome to Beyond the Ball. I am Tommy Pickles for today, and this week I'm joined by Shamo motherfuckers. <laughs> I went trick or treating, I mean my sweets, and I'm here to talk about football. <laughs> you have turned into a cowboy there. Yeah. <laughs> as you can hear by Michael Jackson as well. Paddy, what's the crack? How's things? Happy Halloween to you. Yeah, Halloween. It's been, it's been a long time since we've... Well, it seems like a long time since we've done this, so I'm dying to go back into it. Loads to talk about about United. Loads to complain about. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in the same boat as you. Um, apologies to any um, anyone that can hear any fireworks. It does sound like we're on the Gaza Strip at the moment with the amount of fireworks going off, but I promise you we're not. Um, it's just Halloween night, and that's it. Uh, Paddy, we're going to jump straight into it. Uh, well, look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what the smell was. <laughs> it's only shit talk. It's just the actual shit. <laughs> uh, Paddy, we're going to do the review. We're going to look at the fancy football, give an update on the league, and then we're going to give our predictions for the weekend. So we're going to jump straight into the football review. Shama. Paddy, first game up is Crystal Palace and Spurs. 2-1 to Spurs. Um, not surprising. Again, Spurs have been playing good football this season. 2-1, Sun getting the goal, getting me a few points on the fancy football. Were you surprised by this result at all? Sun and Madison, again, uh, doing, doing, the, doing the job. Um, no, not, not surprised at all. Uh, are Spurs a better team without Harry Kane? Quite possibly. Um, do they miss him? Absolutely not. Is what's his name? The manager's name? Post, post, post oh, oh, Big Ange. Big Ange. Big Ange. We'll call him Big Ange. Yeah. Okay. Big Ange. Uh, great manager. Uh, you can have real identity to how they play football. Um, and the players seem to be thriving under him. Good things to come. Definite Champions League spot for them, I think, this season. Yeah, and the it's a good, it's an interesting topic that you're saying about um, Harry Kane, whether he is as missed as everybody thought he was going to be. It's it's strange because I thought we were going to struggle to see where the goals are coming from. Everybody kind of thought Richardson was going to be that number nine, but Son seems to be popping up with goals every single week. And Madison, to be honest with you, probably one of the signings of the season, to be honest with you, um, in in the Premier League. <laughs> you're looking it's at very me, hard to take this seriously, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, it look spores are spores are spores. Let's let's all hope that they do something sporesy and just fall off towards the end of the season because that's what spores are known for. Like um, Madison, what not a else. sign. Like, why did nobody none of the bigger yeah. clubs pick him up? No idea. Um I, I just I think Chelsea were rumored to sign him, and it's it was something like Chelsea didn't want to sign players that were over the age of twenty six or something like that, and he had turned twenty six or something like two weeks before or something. So apparently that was why they ruled him out because they must have just done a search. It's like you know, like you go on cars on looking for a car, and yeah. you put like the year two thousand and eight onwards or whatever it is. He must have just fell the year like slightly under that. So uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> we, know. we we would only be able to give him a seven year contract, so we can sign him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's our, that was our whole thing, and we couldn't get anyone like below the age of twenty or above the age of twenty-five because they were going to be retiring at the end of the contract, so we couldn't sell them on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Paddy, we'll move on. We won't spend too long on the review. We'll move oh. on to the next one. Unfortunately, we have to move on to this one, and it really, really hurt. Chelsea versus Brentford, two 0 to Brentford. Paddy, I am losing all hope in this Chelsea team. Um, but it goes to show that Mudrick, everybody keeps calling him shit. Every time we don't have him in the team, we either fail to create chances or else we fail to score. Um, he might not be getting directly goals and assists, but he's causing havoc when he gets the ball. Uh, he runs at defenders. He opens up defenses. So um, he, he does a lot more than people think. Everybody will look at their as goals and, and uh, assists. And he scored say, in the previous game. Yeah, no, he has. He, he, he did. and. Um, he was injured, apparently he hurt his tie. Uh, so that was oh. the reason why he was out. Um, but that was the one week where I was saying to myself, right, this is this is where he kicks on now. This is going to be him for the rest of the season. He's going to be getting goals. He's going to be getting assists. He's going to light the fucking Premier League on fire. 
injured the next week. Like, like can't catch a fucking break. Um, I, I'm, I don't know what, what we can do here. Like, I, I mean, we, we're the second highest, um, possession team in the whole Premier League behind Manchester City. So out of all our, out of everybody's games in the Premier League, Chelsea have the second highest uh, possession stat, and we can't score. We can't win games. Um, so it goes to show we lack a serious number nine. Uh, Nicholas Jackson isn't the striker I thought he was going to be. I'm going to hold my hands up and say it. I think I put him as um, top scorer. So I'm just looking at myself. It just looks ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I think I had him in, in our predictions as the top scorer, and I think I fucking had him as player of the season, and God knows what else. I had him Ballon d'Or winner, possibly. <laughs> but uh, he's, just, he's just fucking he's horrendous. He, he runs with the ball well, but... He's just not scoring goals. And to be honest with you, that's all we want from him is just goals. And we're not getting it. Um, Come on. It's hard, it's, hard, it's, hard to, <laughs> it's hard to watch. It really is hard to watch. Um, defensively, Chelsea aren't too bad, but then we get caught out. Uh, we lost 2-0. In reality, 1-0 or 2-0, it was going to be either or because um, the reason they scored the second goal was the last minute. Sanchez went up for a corner, tried to desperation, trying to get an equaliser. They just went up and scored when he wasn't in the goal. So, look, it, it made no odds. We, we had lost the game anyway, unless we were going to get that equaliser. So, um, Paddy Stratton, you want to ask me about Chelsea? Yes. Yes. Okay. You, you talk about not having a number nine, and yeah, you're dead right. Going forward, you just can't score goals. But it's not as if you're drawing all your games nil-nil. You're conceding yeah, a lot doing. as well. So, it's yeah. not just going forward where the problem is. It's at the back as well. So, like, what's going on? The amount of defenders you just bought. I tell you, I tell you why I think we're we're conceding so much as well. We're we're committing a lot forward to the attack. So Gusto, we, we keep getting caught on the on the right back position. So Gusto keeps getting caught, and um, he keeps getting caught kind of higher up the pitch than the rest of them. And that's where I think a lot of it comes from. We commit a lot of players forward. A lot of our goals we can see are from counter attacks. Um, there's not really. There's not many goals where you'll see play, like teams kind of like controlling the game, moving the ball, moving the ball, moving the ball, and really breaking us down. A lot of it is kind of counter attack. So that's where I think we do we do lack. Um, Sanchez and goal made one or two mistakes. Obviously, the the Arsenal game was an absolute fucking shit show. Um, two and nil up in a great position. Sanchez gives a stupid fucking pass away, which causes a goal. Rice puts it in a uh, far corner. And it really kind of gets the heads down and, and it gives Arsenal a momentum swing and they go and they get the equaliser again. Because, again, you look at it, it comes from the right-back position. That's where they scored their second goal, the back post. Um, Gusto was caught out again. So uh, it is it is something that we need to work on. I did see in the paper, or not in the paper, on online somewhere, that Chelsea's priority now paper. in paper, yeah, obsolete. What the fuck is a paper? Jamal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Who was playing up front of his? Jackson. Jamal, no relation, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a hard one. Apparently, sorry, I was, I was gonna say something. Oh, there. I'm I was, there. Sorry, I was no, I was going to say something there, but I'm, I'm not gonna say. Uh, it was about Jackson, and. I was going to say it again, but I'm not going to say it. Michael Jackson doing a podcast with a little kid. Shaman. <laughs> this, yeah, actually, this it's is wrong. Not, this is exact. This is like a preview of like fucking Neverland. What happened in Neverland, <laughs> right? But this is actually a documentary on what Come happened on, Tommy, in Neverland. Come on, Tommy, come my lap and see bubbles. Come on. <laughs> Yay, slumber party. Um, but Chelsea have a centre-back and a number nine as, as their top priority. Now, I'm saying Usiman. Uh, has fallen out massively with Napoli lately, so I'm hoping we can get him in January. I don't think we will, but I would love to get him in, and he he might be the missing piece. We haven't Kunku coming back. He's not exactly a number nine, but he will be very effective um, in preseason and stuff like that. He was very good, holds the ball up well, runs the players well, and plays good passes. So, um, looking forward to him getting back. But look, there's a couple of injuries that we need to get back. Reece James getting back into fitness. Um, I'm optimistic still, but. Again, like I'll, I won't be, I won't be saying potch out anytime soon. These players need time to gel. Um, they're all, they all look great on paper, but they need to start playing as a team. Uh, I think Pochettino was now setting them up right to to play as a team, but they just need to be a bit more consistent. I think. 
See, see um, Napoli actually on their social media slagging Iceman a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And that's why he wants out of the club now. Like, and that's just yeah. they're just after losing like twenty million on top of whatever he would have cost. By doing oh, hundred percent. Because it, like he, he missed the penal, and then they do a fucking TikTok about him saying, "Oh, like you're a fucking donkey" or whatever they call him. Like, but Jeez. like just absolute. Like the admin or whoever that was of the TikTok must be fucking sacked. There's no yeah. way. Like the the owner must be going. Are you winding me up? Like they probably have creative freedom on it because like that, that's what everybody wants to be. They want to be this like little edgy team on on TikTok and. Uh, you see Ryan Air doing it and stuff like that, where basically they just take the piss. They don't give a fuck because they know people need to use their their company anyway. It doesn't any really work like that. Publicity is good publicity. Yeah, exactly, and and it doesn't really work like that with football teams because you've got players who are absolute fairies and will take everything to heart. And at the end of the day, if 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 my employer start putting videos out about me saying I was shit at my job, I kind of would be a little bit offended. You know what I mean? It's my reputation, like so. Right. Um, You'd be like, how do you find out? Yeah, I was, like, I was like, who told him? Who's the fucking whistleblower here? <laughs> um, but yeah, look, uh, yeah, we'll move on from that one, Paddy, because uh, I don't think, yeah. unless you have that now. Well, no, well, well, yeah, like, uh, right, the, the wider question, are you still happy with Poch? Yeah, no, I, I am happy with Poch. I'm, I like what he's doing. I like him as a manager. Um, I don't see, I see good performances, and that's what I, what I like. I see good performances, but I just see the same issue where, we're just not scoring enough goals. Now we could be a little bit better in the final third with our movement and stuff like that. Um, when you watch Man City, I was saying to, I was trying to say to myself, how do Man City like play from kind of the midfield on in comparison to what we do? We kind of move around the box and we move around the box and we keep kind of break, we keep kind of waiting for gaps at, around the box. Man City go very direct in the box, so they have they come through the box with players running in. So they have a lot of runners coming in, and then they'll, they'll sorry, uh, they'll spin out and they'll run back in, and they're, like they so they run forward. We don't really run forward. We kind of just dick around with it around, it. and that's what I think we need to change. We need we do need yeah. to kind of get runners going into the box. So yeah, no, I'm still I'm happy with Poch. I'm I just think there's one or two things that we could tweak, but I think having better players there will 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 probably sort sort that issue. Okay. All right. Uh, right, we'll move on to the next one. Arsenal 5, Sheffield United nil. Not surprised by this one at all, Paddy. Are you? No, but it just highlights United played Sheffield United the week before and it was a very hard-fought 1-0 victory. Yeah. And I said, United, won, we'll talk more about them later, but we've won three games before the City game and they were against three poor sides. And any top team like Arsenal now, you could see what's capable of being done against these sides and it just shows how low and bad you know there at the moment but yeah arsenal no no, no surprise there and uh, marching on another one that's a definite champions league spot and will definitely be a title contender this year um and Ketty is getting it got a hat trick um and the question i have for you is would you be playing him now over jesus or because he's in better form than jesus um would you be playing him over jesus yeah i think i think jesus gives you a wonderful work rate yeah. But he's not prolific in terms of scoring goals. Yeah. Um. So you probably would give Nketi a, a bit of a run of games, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially after, especially after that. Yeah. No, we probably would now, especially after that. that like a hat scoring you a hat trick. Can't a player after a hat trick, can you? No. No way. Uh, confidence is high. Um. He'd, he'd be buzzing to get on the pitch again. Like he's only he's only sweating to play again. It's like. It's like it's like when you play a good round of golf, Paddy. You're only dying to play your next fucking game round of golf. Like you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't have never had a good game of golf. <laughs> <laughs> not that it's I don't play. Happen. I just never had a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that I don't play like every day, but like uh, I just haven't had a good one. <laughs> but now he'll be he'll be buzzing to get back out onto the pitch again in front of the in front of the fans. Um, do Arsenal have a cup match on Wednesday? They probably do in the EFL Cup, or are they, are they knocked out? What do you knock out? Mm. No, can't remember. Knocked out Arsenal, weren't? Okay, right, fair enough. Um, so they probably have a game midweek anyway. So he might be playing there. Might be an, an opportunity. See, I've got hair stuck in my face that I can't get. Um, right, we'll move on from that, Paddy. Yeah, you happy enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next one, uh, won't talk too much about Bournemouth and Burnley again. I, I expect more from Burnley. Um, sitting nineteenth in the league, four points out of a possible thirty, which is pathetic. A minus seventeen. Goal difference, conceding 25 goals and only scoring eight. Um, Bournemouth aren't much better. They're sitting in 17th. 
and they've got six points and they've only scored eight as well, but they've conceded a few less. So um, I probably expect both of these teams to get relegated this season. Um, actually, do you know what? Bournemouth might stay up just because mm. I'm now thinking Sheffield United, Burnley and Luton will go down. Now, I called Wolves to go down at the start of the season and Wolves are the exact same points as Chelsea. So if I'm saying that and I'm sticking by that, it means that Chelsea could also go down. So I can't stick no, by that. Wolves, you can definitely, like, by the first five, six games of the season, Wolves definitely look like a candidate to go down, but they really, their yeah. form has really picked up. Um, but Vincent Company, for all the rave reviews, he was getting coming up and rightly so in the fourth division. Yeah. He does not have a plan B for the Premier no. League. No, and it's, it really it's, it's, it's like, do you know what it's like? It's like fucking, it's like Stephen Kenny at Ireland where there's just no, there's no plan B and there's no adaption to to what's going on on the pitch. Yeah. Um, you kind of set it up and you hope that it, work, it pays off. Um, when something doesn't go your way, you need to adapt and you need to kind of adjust. And it, it, he doesn't look as if he's doing that. It's very one-dimensional what he's doing. Um, so he needs, yeah. he needs to kind of, he needs to mix it up a bit. We'll move off that one, Paddy. We'll move on to the next one, which is actually Wolves and Newcastle. A two-all draw. A good draw for Wolves, I suppose, considering the um, the form that Newcastle are on. Newcastle slipping a little bit uh, into sixth position with 17 points. That's five points behind Villa, who are sitting in fifth. Um, are you surprised by this result? Are we, were you expecting, were you expecting it to be a tight game or would you have considered probably Newcastle being the favourites and, and should have, in your opinion, picked up a win? Um, no, as I said in the last, Wolves um, have been performing better. And Newcastle, you know, they did have that big loss in the Champions League. You don't know how that would affect them. The the whole Tonali yeah. thing in the midfield, what's happening with him and the the, bet, the betting scandal. You just don't know how that's going to affect the club. So not too, too all did not really surprise me at home for Wolves as well. If it had been in St. James's Park, probably would have been a different story. But no, considering Wolves were at home, no, not a massive surprise. Will you will we start seeing a not a massive decline, but a but a, a sh- maybe a show in the lack of depth that Newcastle may have, considering they have to play in Europe now. Whereas last year they didn't have that Europe distraction, and um, they kind of had a clean run. They had a healthy, let's say twenty four or whatever their full squad was. But is there a lack of quality in their depth now? Um, and will you start seeing when when a couple of them high quality players that they have start getting tired and start getting picking up little niggly injuries because of kind of overplaying them um, and they have not really got much to fall back on. Do you think that's an issue for them? It could be, but I do think they'll sign a couple of players in January and they still are sitting at sixth at the moment and yeah. um, they haven't lost a game. Uh, like in their last five games, I'm looking at the three wins and two draws. Yeah. So they're not doing as bad as maybe people I think they are on this result. Um, yeah. the, like look at look at them against PSG. What what a performance that was! So they do have that within them, um, yeah. and they've 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 took City close this year um, yeah. as well earlier on in the season. So no, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be too worried about Newcastle. Like, they'll be there or thereabouts the Champions League. I don't think they will actually get Champions League football this year. Um, yeah. but they'll definitely get one of the European spots. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, moving on to the next one, Paddy, is West Ham and Everton. A little bit of surprising result here, considering Everton have been fairly shit this season. Um, West Ham at home have been very underwhelming. Um, are you surprised by how poor they've been? Yeah, yes. Um, well, they started well. West Ham did start well, and we thought... After they sold Royce, they really spent the money well. Uh, they got some decent players in. But price, form's yeah. just starting to dip now again. Everton, and um, the turnaround that they're doing is quite surprising. Um, but then there's now this talk of dedu- getting points deductions um, oh. for financial per- for, for fair play breaches. Um, oh, I hadn't heard that. But, yeah, yeah. Only recently I've heard that because Jamie Carragher was giving out that there was like 300... Uh, offences against Man City and nothing's kind of being done and there's one now against Everton there's talk of a points deduction oh. um, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens there but um, they do seem to be finding a bit of form Calvert-Leon now back um, getting a run of games has been a yeah. massive massive difference because they just had no firepower up front so exactly. I do think Everton will be safe this season Yeah I, I was I was going to just say there I, th- I do think Calvert-Leon coming back into the squad and kind of getting that fitness level back up and the sharpness, the match sharpness. You'll always kind of get a little bit of lethargicness on the on the first couple of games back because you're not match sharp. You're 
you're kind of out of out of kind of practice as such. Um, but once he starts kind of scoring a few goals, which he has been, you'll find a couple of a couple of goals will go your way, and you'll you'll get a bit of luck, and then all of a sudden you're picking up points again. So it looks like Everton may be back on on the fucking on the wagon, and uh, hopefully they fucking hopefully they do stay up. I, I don't think Everton are a team that should go down. I think they're better in the league, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Paddy, we'll we'll move off that one, right? We'll just jump on to the next one. Uh, Aston Villa three, Luton one. I think it was you that had highlighted that you expected big things from Villa um, this season. I think we were a little bit disappointed by the start they had this season, but they seem to have turned it around. They're sitting in fifth position at the moment, uh, 22 points, only one point behind Liverpool in fourth, uh, seven wins, two losses and one draw, um, scoring a lot of goals and, and conceding not as many. Um, are you, this, this result was probably a fairly standard result. I don't know whether you were expecting anything else. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Um, but how do you? How do you? Yeah. How do you assess uh, Villa's season so far? Unai Emery, <clears throat> what a manager! Like he really, really is. And I think he didn't get the fair crack of the whip at Arsenal that he should have gotten. Um, because he is a top, top manager. And I think this now, what he's doing at Aston Villa, his next move will be to a, a big club. I don't there won't be because even uh when he was doing the European job with Sevilla, um it wasn't a big enough club for him. I think he's shown his pedigree now. You know the type of football that they're gonna play. It's exciting, attractive football, and that any club would want to play. Um so yeah, no, no, no surprised again at the start that they had all right, but now to see them picking up a bit of form now and they're they're placing the table as well deserved. Yeah, okay. Uh, Martinez getting goalkeeper of the year as well at the uh, the Ballon d'Or awards. So celebration uh, of the year, he should have got. Oh, he should have got celebration. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> unbelievable. That was. Uh, right, we'll move on to the next one. Paddy Brighton won, Fulham won. Me and Connor were kind of having a little bit of a chat about this one and talking about Brighton and how they're they're very susceptible to a spanking. So anytime they lose, it's usually by three or four goals. Like they usually get hammered. Um, and a couple of results that they've been getting have been a little bit confusing. Um, this one being one of them, I would have thought at home against Fulham, it should have been a comfortable enough win, but it, it really wasn't a, a, as comfortable as they thought. Um, possibly it was going to be. And I don't know whether that is they're playing good football are they starting to get a little bit complacent and a little bit cocky that they think they're going to just beat all these teams because they have the ability to be bigger teams? Um, do you think it's a it's an issue for someone like Brighton getting complacent against maybe the lower teams like this now? It seems that way, yeah, because there has been a few banana skins against the, the so-called lower sides or smaller sides. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, for a, a club like Brighton to, again, now be sitting in seventh spot, uh, they're not going to be anywhere near a relegation battle. Um, they're going to be in, in the in the European spots again. And for the the net spend that they have overall, you, you can't really complain if they are, they do yeah. have a bit of inconsistency. They sell their best yeah. players. They have new players coming in that are unknowns and are performing as well. So, look, with changes the way they do, um, you you would expect some inconsistency. Um, but I think they'll be fine this season. Uh, surprised with the result, absolutely. Um, because Fulham just seemed to be, I suppose, flown under the radar completely this season. I don't even yeah. remember talking about them much whatsoever. But no. uh, Br- Brighton as a as a squad, what? How do you think they'll do this season overall? Um, again, it's that type of thing. I I think you're probably looking around finishing in that seventh or eighth position. I don't I don't think they're going to push too much further onto that. But again, I I do still think they'll pick up a lot of points. They have the quality to pick up a lot of points. But I just worry about that complacency. And I do fear that they are now playing in the European competition as well. That could possibly affect the the squad again, where it becomes the same thing as Newcastle. They may not have the depth to actually keep everybody 100% fit and have a strongest squad every time. So that's where they might, that's where they might be, they might be lacking. Um, is the squad depth again. But you're gonna get that with the, with these type of teams. They're they're not built for for European competitions. They yeah are lucky to be there, but they deserve to be there based on, they haven't been there in ages. They've played really well in the season and they've got there. And now they, they it will just show that they probably aren't ready for Europe. So um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by by what's going on, but um, I can't Actually, again, lack of experience. Like, do you think, or lack of squad? I just depth. think I just think lack of squad depth. To be honest with you, they, they have they have a really good starting eleven, like and maybe maybe twelve or thirteen. They've got a really good twelve or thirteen players, um, but they they don't have a really good eighteen players. You know, mm. you've you've got a lot of players that come on and don't really strengthen the team. And if yeah. you have like see the likes of Estupian who's out now out injured, like you don't really get anybody that comes in and does as good of a job as him. So that's where they, they kind of fall down, I think. And that's where you're going to get them a little, little bit of lack of quality after that. Um but I still think now they'd be safe, they'd be they'd be up thereabouts, they'd be in top half of the table, I'd I'd imagine definitely. Um and the, and as a Brighton fan that you're probably happy with that. Like, you know, you're in yeah. Europe this year as well. So um couple of away there's uh Paddy, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Liverpool three, Forest nil. Uh, not really surprised the game with this one. Um, any shocks for you here? No, no, nothing. No, yeah, no, I don't know. It, it makes me sick as well. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does make me sick as well. It, it's it's hard to watch. Um, it's hard to you know, it's hard to watch Darwin Nunes playing well. Um, and the worst thing was that Liverpool fans said he was going to be playing well this season. So that's kind of a bit of a kick in the face. Um, did, miss actually, did miss an absolute sitter, and then all I keep getting from Liverpool fans is when I slag them about that is it was a great assist though, and I was like, "Fuck off!" And you're like, "That's a, that's all I get out of all of them." Like it's like, "Oh yeah, it was a great assist." I'm like, "Yeah, he didn't fucking mean to assist me. He hit the post two yards out, fucking no goalkeeper, and it just happened to fall to fucking Sabazoy, and he fucking scores." Um, or was it Sabazoy? I think it was. Um, How crazy is that about Luis Diaz, Dad? Mental. So obviously, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Luis Diaz's parents were kidnapped over in Colombia, is it? Yeah. And um, the mother has been recovered, and the father is still has been kidnapped. So he's been out. And uh, to be honest with you, yeah, very reasonable to be out. Like, <laughs> hopefully yeah. they fucking, hopefully they do find his 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 father yeah. alive and well, and. Just put a bullet in the people that um that kidnapped them. Kidnapped motherfuckers. Yeah. Jamal. Uh Paddy, unfortunately, we have to talk about it. Um we haven't seen you for maybe one or two weeks. There's been a lot of build-up. I can see it in your Michael Jackson eyes there. There's a lot of Come anger and what's going on. Talk to me about Manchester United and talk to me about this 3-0 spanking that you received from uh, Manchester City as well. Zero surprise about the result. There was, there was no surprise there. Look, considering how we've—I—I I, I touched on it earlier on. We had three wins before this, but it was against Sheffield United, Copenhagen, and I—I I, I can't remember the third one. But it was again a one-nil scraped the, the result, and yeah. um, barely won against Copenhagen. Saved the penalty in the last minute. Um, we should we should be spanking these teams. A, a club of United size that spent the money they have, we should be absolutely spanking these sides. Um, discipline is poor with the with the whole squad. Um, none of the players are performing. Not one of them. Like, they probably I'd probably pick out Harry Maguire. But is it that he's performing, or the other players are playing so bad it makes him look good? Um, mm. I, I I just thought no. Look look he he has picked up um his own performances, which fair play to him. But at the moment that it's just so bad. Um. You talk about the owners and all that crap. There's an element of it that may affect the team, but not as bad as it is right now. I think more of it is on the players and the manager. But would I change the yeah. manager? Absolutely not. No, no, no. And I'll tell you why. Has okay. the performances of the team been bad enough to warrant him being sacked? Probably. If he was the first manager after Ferguson and we were having results like this or a season like this, there, there would be much bigger rumblings, but we've sacked every single manager too soon. Um, lo looking at some stats that I've gotten up here just just bef before we came on, just to, to back this claim up, um, okay. Jurgen Klopp, uh, Liverpool's greatest manager of all time, one of some Liverpool fans would say, his first season he finished eighth, then finished fourth, and then finished fourth. Out of the eight, the nine seasons he's been at Liverpool, he's only had a top two finish three times. So, mm, wow. Okay, so this just shows you Alex Ferguson, the greatest manager in Manchester United's history, possibly the greatest manager 
in history. all of football in history other than Pep Guardiola. It took him seven seasons to win the league with Man United. It took him four seasons to get a trophy with Man United. We finished 11th in his second season. He nearly got sacked after his third season. So the 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 sign of, uh, what's that saying? The, the insanity is making the same choices and expecting a different outcome is the true sign of san- insanity. And this is what United have been doing. Some of the best managers in the world, Jose Mourinho, Louis van Gaal, um, I won't go much further than that because the rest of them I wouldn't say are absolutely world class. Um, Ali, yeah, but you can't call him a world class manager. Oh no, yeah, no. Some Jose Mourinho and Louis Van Gaal. I'm going to pick those two out because they are proven winners. Yeah. Um, and now you've got Ten Hag, who is a proven winner in the league he was in. He won the the, the Dutch title, and people can say, "Oh well, anyone could win that." The Ajax have just sacked their manager because he couldn't do the job for them. So yeah. he he did do a, a good job there. So it proves he can win leagues, but we need to give him time. And to be honest, like things aren't going to get much better with United. You get a new man, like like always with United, to get a new manager in, they have a good fourth season, and then the second season the form falls off a cliff, and yeah. nobody can explain why. So give the manager time to rebuild this squad, to rebuild the confidence. Um, his, it's his second season, so maybe some of these players that were there before Ten Hag, you know, thought, oh, new manager now. But again, it's these same players that are getting lazy in the second season. So maybe yeah. a manager needs three, four seasons to get rid of these really, really poor, bad attitude players, like Sancho now. I think we're really yeah. seeing now that he's dismissed them from the squad completely. Um, Rashford, I have to say, so incredibly disappointed last season he went to i think it was some performance center in america to learn from one of the best basketball players ever i can't remember his name and anyway but came back scored nearly 30 goals and then this season absolutely nothing and to talk of any player as world class there's no way a world-class player player's form dips as much as rashford's does same as martial sancho all these exciting forward players need to be gone if i'm quite honest with you and we need truly world-class players um i think the i think the talk of rashford and world-class now is is a long gone, it's gone. Uh, conversation yeah. because he, he had the chance to prove him. yeah like how long can you keep saying oh he has great potential you, you can't you can't live off potential you have to potential has to turn into like potential should be a thing you have at the age of 16 17 and after that then it's development and it's how you perform um his his consistency in performances has been shocking. Um last season, unbelievable. And I was saying to myself, he's gonna be fucking class this season. Had him in the fancy football for the first four or five weeks, thinking he's gonna kick on here from this brilliant season he had last year. This is the point where he turned the corner and he's gone and he's gone to the top and he could be playing for fucking Real Madrid in five or six years. Now he's falling off a cliff yet again. Uh, Martial again is another one where we're all Living on hopes and dreams of him, hoping that he's going to come good. Um, you can see he has the talent, doesn't have the attitude. Sancho is one that I've, it, I'm confused by, um, because I don't really know what the falling out was. He seemed to have a good season last season, and then all of a sudden uh, he was called fat, no, and then sent he had off an average camp. season last season. Called. Well, good compared to because isn't that wasn't the last season was the second season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He had a season at Ollie. No, think, even last it? season, he had to send them off for a month to look after himself and all over in Amsterdam. Was that the start of last season, was it? No, it was around Christmas time. Oh, was it? Okay. Because yeah. I thought he, I didn't think he was too bad last season. He got a couple of goals, a couple of assists last season. And I didn't think he was that bad. And I thought he was after turning it around where he was going to be going good. And then all of a sudden, he has a falling out with, with Ten Hag. But, yeah. Paddy, I don't know. Like, if you, know, you might not entertain what I'm about to say here, but I did say it before when Ten, Ten Hag came in that he might have been too much in terms of his discipline. I know I know when Fergie was there, he was real cutthroat. He was old school. He fucking, someone wasn't doing it. He'd, he'd fucking give them a bollocking. We all heard of the hairdryer treatment. Ten Hag kind of came out and said when he, when he was asked to, to manage Manchester United, he was asked to bring back a culture yeah. that's like that. Um, but has he done it too harshly? And is he doing it to the players that might not be able to take it? Like, does he need to realise that maybe yeah, somebody... Yeah, so those players um, need to go then. 
So those exactly, players yeah. need to go. They, yeah. He doesn't need to fit the players. The players need to fit the manager. Yeah. But it's easier to sack manager like, and like, sell all the players. And you talk about the most successful managers in the world. What player would Pep Guardiola bend to? I'll change for you. Or Jurgen yeah. Klopp. Or Alex yeah. Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Or Jose Mourinho. They just wouldn't do it. Yeah, they are the boss and they'll never change for anybody so I'm glad Ten Hag is not backing down and he's shown his authority and these players need to be gone out of club as quickly as possible and if it takes four or five years for him to build up a squad in his image where the the culture in the club is right well then I'll, I'll give him that time Absolutely. So if results keep going the way they're going um, if United for the next two seasons don't finish top four and you don't see any of that improvement when he has a couple of windows under his belt as well. How long do you think he has, realistically, before the fans start getting on the case? Look, I can't talk about all the fans, but me personally, looking at the history of since Ferguson left and the, what we've done with managers, unless something drastically changes, I mean, in the footballing department, in terms of they get new people in that really have a clue of what they're doing, I would let Ten Hag stay there until at least the end of next season before yeah. I'd start thinking about getting rid of him. Okay, that's fair enough, that's fair enough. Uh, have you anything else you want to add for Manchester United on this one, Paddy, before we jump on to the fancy football? Just very disappointed. Love it, we'll end on that. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> Shaman. Um, I just want to say to the players, Shaman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Shaman. Uh, right, Paddy, we're going to jump on to the fantasy football. Right, I'm just going to bring up the fancy football for anyone that's watching on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can catch us on YouTube. By the way, at the start of the podcast, we all we I introduced myself as Tommy Pickles and uh, Paddy introduced himself as Michael Jackson. We actually are addressed as them people, just in case you're wondering. We didn't just pick two random people and just say we were them. No, this isn't actually, actually Tommy Pickles and Michael Jackson. It's not actually us. I mean, you, when you go onto YouTube and look, you will think it is actually us, but it's not. It's 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 me, look. I'm still here, but um, yeah. Shamon, you're not real kid. I don't want that <laughs> motherfucking shit. <laughs> I don't want that penis. Um, right, Paddy, I had a average enough week, 64. Uh, the average was 66, so slightly below average. Um, I had Leno on goal. This is going to be tough to see. Uh, three points. I had Bourne, who got me zero. I Zuma, who got me two. Caldwell got me one. Taylor, I actually had on the bench and got me six points because I had Mudrick in the team who didn't even make the bench. Um, there was no talk of him being injured either. I know somebody played Mudrick as captain, but we'll uh, we might find that out later on. Uh, Son got me is that 10, 10 points. Uh, Salah got me 14 as captain. Madison got me 6. Uh, Watkins got me 2. Haaland got me 16. And Alvarez got me 2. Um, again, Mudrick on the bench because he didn't play. Uh, we'll jump on to your own team now, Paddy. Uh, I am top of our little league as well. Um, going to you first. So talk us through it. Oh my God, fifty-three! I didn't even know until today. I didn't even know until now. Right, fifty-three. Pope two. Van de Ven two. White six. Go man. Gusto Chelsea again. Shit. Yeah. Manchester United killing me. Absolutely killing me. Rashford, Fernandez, and Highland. Yeah. I'm too loyal to my. You're club. playing with your heart. Yeah, you're playing with your yeah. heart. Um, which is and I'll never do it again for next season. I swear to God. Ward <laughs> Prowse, um, West Ham lost. Son, I brought him in a couple of weeks ago. Done a great job for me. Um, Halland, yes, sixteen. Good man yourself against United. Well done. Ferguson, eight. I know Chelsea's captain Mudrick, but there wasn't even a thing about him being injured beforehand. There was nothing. There was nothing. There was no yellow or anything on fancy football. There was no indication that he was even injured. Now I knew he had picked up a toy injury. But there was no indication at all that um, he was going to be out for this game. So I, yeah, I, and I completely understand your decision there. Yeah, he's, and he scored the previous game. And look, I, I do rate him. I do think he's a, he could be a, a great player. Yeah. Um, but not anymore because he let me down the season. Big <laughs> Last week, I don't know, you know, you got injured that week. No, no I'm not. <laughs> Uh, you are bottom of the league, unfortunately. Connor is second. Uh, Connor had 65 points this week, so one below average, one more than me. Uh, he had Ariola in goal with three points. He had Kufal with two, Bourne with zero, Walker with eight, uh, Simakas with six, 
He had Palmer. He has Palmer in the basket. Uh, with two, Saka with six, Salah with eight, Son with ten, Watkins with four as captain, and Haaland with sixteen. How has um, he got Haaland, Saka, Salah, and Son? Uh, he's brought. He's, he played his wild card this week anyway, or last week. I know that. Um, let's just have a look. Oh no, he didn't. Maybe it was two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago he played. His, he played his thing and got them all in. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, okay. Fuck him. Anyway, uh, we'll have a look at the podcast uh, league and see who was top. And it is Ross Cuddy. Yes, he could. Every week I say it and every week I'll continue to say it. Um, it's hard to see this. Uh, six, nine, three he's got. Uh, in second place is RJK with 677. Paul Brady in third with 663. Uh, Dan Iconan with 661, Chris Gully with 661, Tony Tam with 659, um, John Hudson with 653, uh, who's next? Gareth Keegan with 649, uh, Andrew Neville, uh, brother of Gary, with 649, and Dan Fletcher in 10th with 647. Uh, right, that's it on the fancy football, Paddy. Hopefully, we can perform better next week, and we'll see. Uh, so we're going to move on now to the predictions. Right, we won't go too long, Paddy. We're about 40 minutes into it, so um, we'll, we'll, we'll fly through these as quick yeah. as we can. Um, and we'll go and we'll all watch Big Brother and hope and watch somebody get evicted tonight. Um, do you, are you watching Big Brother, Paddy? On and off. Oh, we need you more on. I need you more on. It was a bit. It's a. Looks it's going to be controversial, but look, there's not many normal people in it. They're all a bit. Yeah. Mad. I mean, they hit every demographic. They had a trans. Yeah, it's they two, had it's two they, they, they had a feminist, feminist person. They, they only had. They had everything. They had a fucking amputee. They've got. They've got all sorts in it. Um. So they've they've hit everything. But I'm I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. Very nostalgic. Um. Getting that nostalgic feeling of it. Uh, another thing that we do have to mention is Matthew Perry died over the weekend. Uh, heartbreaking stuff. Um, possibly the only celebrity that has died in my lifetime that I actually felt very sad about dying. Um, I'm a massive Could fan. Could I be any sadder? I couldn't be any sadder. Um, so the only the only celebrity in my lifetime that's ever died that I actually felt some sort of sadness towards. Jamal? To- really? Jamal? <laughs> Sorry, I knew too, Michael. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going to the Friends Fest on Sunday. So no doubt that'll be absolutely depressing now. Um, oh, so yeah, looking forward to that. Anyway, back to the football. First game of the week, Fulham versus Manchester United. Depressing. Go on. Fulham against Man United. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, score predictions on this one, Paddy. Uh, oh, look, we have to we have to live in hope, don't we? I'm gonna look. I think I honestly think, um. United around Christmas time will be firing on all cylinders. I think we'll have our injured players back and this will be a definite win for United. I'm going to go for 1-0. 1-0, okay. Um, and scorer? Highland to get his first Premier League goal. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, I think United are going to win this one. Um, I think it'll be tight enough, though. I think it'll be 2-1. Uh, and I do think it'll be... I actually think Rashford's going to score. Um, I think he's going to. It's it's like everybody's been like eyes are on him. He's been playing shy, and now I just think because we're after bad mountain him so much, he's going to score and shoot also. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. And he went nightclub in the night after they lost the city. Now it was his birthday, but still. Yeah, not good enough. Not not what you want to see as a United fan, to be honest with you. No. Um, right, next one: Brentford versus West Ham. How do you see this one going? Um. West Ham to bounce back, Ward Prowse to get a goal, and 1 0 to West Ham. Yeah, I think this is going to be a draw. I think I'm going to go with a 1 all draw on this one. Um, and I'm going to say Mbwemo to score for Brentford. He scored against Chelsea. Um, so I think he will be flying high. So I'll go with Mbwemo to score. Next one up Burnley versus Crystal Palace. How do you see this one going? I'm just going to go 0 all because it just bores me. Um, yeah, look, I don't know. This, this one is. This is one where like I kind of expect Burnley to have a chance of winning. Um and I think they probably will they probably will win. I'm gonna say one nil and I'm gonna say who's that fucking striker? 
Taylor. No, Taylor's. I don't even know if Taylor's destroyed. I'm just going to go Taylor. She scored in the last game. Um, <laughs> don't know any other players. So next up is Everton versus Brighton. Paddy, how do you see this one going? Everton coming off a good win uh, and Brighton coming off a poor draw. Yeah, I'm going to go for an Everton 1-0 win. Calvert Leon to score. This is one where like you would expect now because Everton got that result that they'll go and win. But for some reason, I just feel like Brighton are going to fuck them over here now. Um, one that like you don't expect Brighton to win. Um, but I'm going to go with Brighton to win. I'm going to say 2-1. And I'm going to say Evan Ferguson to score. Uh, next one up is Man City versus Bournemouth. How do you think? Uh, City is going to spank them and... Uh... Haaland's going to get a hat-trick after being dissed for the Ballon d'Or. Speaking of Ballon d'Or, Messi has won his eighth Ballon d'Or. Paddy, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, look, people give out. I know look, Haaland probably should have won it, but Messi won the World Cup. Um, look, just give him his last one. When After he won the World Cup, it's nearly the perfect ending, ending to a perfect career for yeah. him. You know, yeah, we like yeah. go off into the sunset now. He'll never win it again. Um, yeah. but yeah, look, I, I think I think I think it's a, it's an amazing story for a player that brought so much joy to so many people by playing some of the most beautiful football anybody has ever seen, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. so and I look, who, who's going to argue? I don't think even Haaland would argue too much about, yeah. about it. He won enough to fuck her. He won the bleeding treble, so he shut his fucking mouth. Um, <laughs> so I got yeah. I, look, I think it's going to be four 0 to Man City. Um, I'm going to go with a Phil Foden goal. Um, why am I going back, <laughs> to, the back to the start? Woo. Uh, next one up is not that one. It is this one here: Sheffield United versus Wolves. Uh, what do you think on this one? Oh, I'm going to go for a Wolves win, and I'm going to say. <sighs> 1-0 to Wolves and Lemon Lemina. <laughs> I'm reading this off the screen. Lemina to score. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think Wolves will win this one again. Sheffield United to me, straight back down. Uh seem like they're dirt. So I'm gonna go 2-0. And I'm gonna say Neto to score. Neto's been playing quality. I would be surprised if Neto stays there past January, to be honest with you. If someone doesn't pick him up, he's fucking mm-hmm. deadly. Um, so I'm gonna go with that. Good game. Newcastle versus Arsenal. Uh, what score do you reckon? I'm going to go for a draw here. I'm going to go for a two-all draw and Callum Wilson to score for us. Nice, nice. Um, I see Arsenal nicking it. Um, again, Newcastle, it's just that thing where I feel like they're they're not going to be able to keep up. Um, possibly going to be tired legs from maybe midweek or whatever. Like, But yeah, I see, I see it being 2-1 to Arsenal. Newcastle United tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow is it. Newcastle and United, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, Newcastle. Yeah, United, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think maybe tired legs. I don't know how many they'll rest or they'll they'll rest for it. They probably will want to have a good run in the cup. So I'd imagine they put out a pretty strong team. Um, but I see it being two one to Arsenal, and I see. Who do I see? I see all the guards gone. Next one is Forest versus Aston Villa. Paddy, what do you think? Um, Aston Villa win. Ollie Watkins to score. Gonna go for a three-one win. Yeah, yeah. You actually you took it out of my mouth. Three-one and Ollie Watkins as well. I can't do. Shamon, I didn't take anything out of your mouth. You, oh, you, oh, you put it in my mouth. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> Luton versus Liverpool is the next one. Uh, Paddy, what you reckon? What score? Liverpool are gonna win this one. Oh yeah, Liverpool two-one <laughs> yeah. uh, and Salah to score. I'm gonna go with a three 0 win for Liverpool here, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Jota to score. Um, next one and last one of the Ooh. week. This one is gonna be a difficult one. Spurs versus Chelsea. Um, I think Chelsea are going to possibly struggle here. Um, although we control the game for most games this season, I don't know whether we're gonna dominate possession in this game. I think we're probably gonna be up against it for a lot of it. Uh, if we can keep Son quiet and Madison, um, Enzo, uh, or sorry, Casado will have to do a job on Madison. That'll really be a good test for him. Uh, see how quiet he can keep him. I'm not sure if he will be able to, but I'm going to go with a. I'm going to say 2 1 to Spurs. Whoa, I can't wait Son. for this game. This is going to be feisty. I'll yeah. tell you, Poch back. 
at Spurs ground with Chelsea as Chelsea yeah. manager. Oh, yeah. he's going to be abused so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I just, I don't see Chelsea being strong enough. I think Chelsea wouldn't gr- grab anything now to take a draw from that game, to grab a point and go home. Um, but yeah. I see Spurs being too strong. I think it's going to be 3-1 and I think Son is going to score at least two. Okay. Okay. Um disappointing disappointing to end the podcast on, but sure look, that's that's life. Such is life. I hate football. Uh right, Paddy, that's it. We've come to the end of the podcast. Um thanks for joining me. It's been great. Uh, on this fine Halloween night. Um thanks, Tommy. Yeah. Thanks for dressing up and looking the part. Yeah, you too. Uh, you look you look great. Your the hair, the long hair really suits you. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with my hair other than now <laughs> this is, this is actually my real hair. Paddy's been hasn't been on the pod in so long. He's actually grown out massive, a massive yeah. head of hair. I'm never taking this off again. I feel beautiful. <laughs> I'll be like a L'Oreal model. <laughs> I'm I'll, 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 uh, I'll pass on their email when they when they start uh, messaging me on Instagram. I'll pass the emails on to you. Or I'll let I'll let them get in contact directly with you. Sponsorship, uh, yeah, L'Oreal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, right, Paddy, that's it. We're gonna wrap it up there. We will probably be back next week at some stage i don't know Um, we're very inconsistent with our days that we release it but fuck it such as life and um, stuff goes on the show goes on and everything blah, 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 whatever uh so that's it paddy thanks for joining me and we'll see everybody next week